The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Hello, everyone. Once again, welcome to Black Mental Matters. It's your man, Vince the Voice. And you know, this podcast, Black Mental Matters, is designed to help us eradicate, I use that word all the time, get rid of the stigma as it relates to mental health in the black community. And during this COVID lockdown time, I'm telling you, it can be hard to get over ourselves and deal with ourselves. So we got a very special uh, program designed for you today. Makiba, myself, we're going to be talking to none other than my niece. That's right, my brother's only child, Miss Nina Rose Bailey, who is the founder of the Rose Project, where she works with young ladies, young girls, young black girls to help them increase their self-esteem and deal with emotional wellness, as well as she's begun a new project, you know, dealing with yoga. And I did not know how important yoga can be as it relates to mental health and getting yourself centered and just breathing and things like that. So I'm so proud and I'm so glad you joined us listen up it's black mental matters and it starts right now once again it's black mental matters vince the voice along with makiba reed johnson hey makiba how are you i'm doing pretty good vince the voice bailey hey, how about yourself over there i'm doing good happy uh, belated mother's day to you again and everybody out there this past weekend was uh mother's day and uh um, right yeah you know that's that's you gotta be um when you have them, you make sure that you that you honor them. But when you don't have them, hopefully you've you spent some quality time when they were with you. And, and so no regrets. So that's just a little warning to those of, that still have their mom. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's from a, a mental health perspective. You know, we had to, you know, make sure that we were, you know, mindful of the people that didn't have, you know, good relationships with their moms or, mm. you know, people that you know, had lost their moms, people that, you know, were estranged from their mothers, mm-hmm. and the, you know, the queer moms, the mm-hmm. non-gender conforming moms, the trans moms, we just, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make sure that we were in- inclusive of everybody's celebratory or non-celebratory, you know, day yesterday. Yes, yes. So again, uh, happy uh, Mother's Day again, everyone. And also, though, uh, Makiba, I, I don't know. We we sometimes it's it's uncanny. It's kind of spooky to me. You know, our last uh, program we talked about weathering, and I think the day that the the podcast came out, then we heard of the craziness down there in uh, Brunswick, ah. Georgia. And here we go again. You know, it was like, yes. oh my God. And you talked right. so much uh, on that weathering program about turning stuff off. And you just could not turn away from this. Then you mm-hmm. saw the video. I mean, yeah. of this man being shot down like an animal in the street. How how tragic was that, man? Yeah, 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 it was. And that's a big part of why we continue to put this program and this information and this outreach out there is because this is something that's ongoing. And it's what we were talking about weathering. You know, how do we collectively deal with this? And then you've got the pandemic yeah so we have a lot that's going on people are just going through so much and it was like it just hit people differently with with this information that came out about this young man being being murdered because we're we're already going through so much and then we're already feeling like 
this COVID-19 is, up, is it, and it is, it's affecting us disproportionately. So then to have this happen, you know, we were, we're looking for our white allies and we're looking for justice yes. and we're looking yes. for things that, that aren't there. So this has been a lot. It's been a lot, but I, I will say I did get a note from a, from a friend. I'm going to say his name because I was so, uh, Gene Hanrity, who is a, army veteran and he uh, uh coordinates the hong kong uh, dragon boat festival uh here oh. uh, he yeah he has a uh, an asian wife but he wrote me two so heartfelt uh, emails and events oh. you know hey i want to let you know that there are white people that are standing by and this oh. is you know and it yeah. did it, it did it, it helped so white people let the black people know that you with us uh and yeah. <laughs> you don't stop uh, uh yeah. you know try, trying to keep it a little allyship's important yes allyship right. is, is is important and uh we're all in this thing together, and that's why uh, I'm I'm very, very, very excited and proud of uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I'm, our special guest is uh, Nina Rose Bailey uh, McKeever. Yay! Yay! And Nina is the, yes. <laughs> she's the founder of the Rose Project, which she began after ten years of working in child and family services through government, nonprofit, and educational sectors. She decided to create her own curriculum to help young women. Um, and her passion is working with girls who may struggle to accept themselves and uh, all that just to say this is my niece and she is killing it and ladies and gentlemen boys and girls please <laughs> give it up for Nina Rose Bailey oh my god yay the crowd just goes nuts thank you <laughs> hey babe hi Nina how you doing I'm good how are y'all doing Doing good. We're doing great. Doing good. Doing good. good. So, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, 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 you were on Makiba's uh, uh, radar. Uh, I'll just start there. We'll get back to the Rose Project, but because you've uh, been working to help people, as we said, you know, deal with this, what we're going through right now, through some special techniques. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit, uh, you ladies? Um. So since this has started. I've been doing more meditation and yoga. Well, I started, um, actually, I'm in training to be a yoga, a community yoga instructor, which is a little different from just being a studio yoga instructor. Um, And I started this back in September of 2019. Like, I was blessed that they offered somebody at our job free training. Wow. yeah, and nobody signed up for it. Right, exactly. And I was like, well, nobody signed up for it. So I was like, well, I'll take it. Like, it's free, and it usually costs thousands of dollars for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up getting, like, a lot more than what I expected out of the class. We should be done around July. But basically, me being in the community yoga class, we <laughs> go about um, – learning how to teach classes for people that wouldn't usually go to yoga class. So Mm -hmm. elderly people, people that have like lots of injuries because we teach modified ways of doing different poses and things. Um, But to also reach communities where they can't get to yoga classes. So going out into the neighborhood apartment complexes where people don't have transportation, Or they don't have, yeah, they don't have cell phones and laptops and things. So taking it to them and going to their place so that we're not inconveniencing anybody. Just things like that or going into um, juvenile detention centers where young people are not able to get that type of info and those resources. 
so that we can also humanize them also Mm -hmm. because that Mm -hmm. is an issue. Um, So making those connections, um, working in domestic violence centers, going to recovery centers where people may have issues with addiction. So really reaching a different, you know, group different groups of people that wouldn't usually be able to go. And we just learn different language on maybe some poses may not be comfortable for somebody because they went through a lot of trauma. So we're not going to ask them to, you know, do downward dog and put them in a vulnerable position. So just having better understanding of who we're working with and being very mindful of that. So the, the, I, I love that. Yeah, what what is it about yoga? Uh, I mean, again, Makiba, you 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 jumped. You were like, oh yes, yes. I mean, what is it that yes. that that yoga does? Why is that uh, good for our mental health in our communities? Um, well, I know speaking specifically for me, it has helped me a lot with being able to process things. Um, I deal with depression and anxiety, and with me working my job, doing Rose Project, all these different things, um, I, my mind like goes 100 miles a minute. So um, it has definitely helped me like step back and like process what it is that I'm feeling, like why I'm feeling that way, just to become back centered to my present moment instead of going off into what I have to do six months from now or if something isn't going to work out. Um, so and I feel like it kind of does that for many people, especially if people have gone through like traumatic situations, um, it helps you to regulate your emotions a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is um, awesome. You know, you know what, Nina, yeah. the reason that I was so interested and excited about having you on the show is because I remember yoga being introduced to the black community maybe in the eighties and nineties through group fitness, through through gyms. And mm-hmm. I was working at predominantly black gyms and it was the perception of black people that yoga was a white thing. Mm, And it took a long time for black people to become comfortable with yoga because of number one, the way that it was introduced to people of color. And the number two, I heard a lot of feedback from, from a lot of participants that were interested in it but were resistant to it because they didn't understand the spiritual implications of it. They thought that it Mm -hmm. was mutually exclusive of Christianity. And Mm -hmm. so I get so excited when I see black people that are teaching this practice because it almost has to be a reintroduction of it to our community. So can you just kind of tell us about the way that you were saying how you introduced this to people that are new to this. Can you tell us how you kind of get past some of those barriers that people have? Well, I think first we had like going through the history and I just learned this from going through my training also about how yoga, you know, ended up becoming pretty much whitewashed. Mm-hmm. Like the whole purpose of yoga <laughs> is to bring community. It literally stands wow. for union. Wow. So wow. even um, in not doing poses and things like that, we're still doing yoga by if people come together and we just sit and we may mm-hmm. breathe for five minutes, like that is a form of yoga. Um, wait, wait, wait. So you said just sit and breathe for five minutes. That's a form of I yoga. I love it. Wow. Yeah, like you don't have to go into different poses and things like that. And because it has been whitewashed and it's now in the form of like, who has the best yoga pants? And, yeah. how, and you know, then we have hot yoga and then oh. we have yoga like competitions where people are matching their strengths. So they've made it into like this vanity thing that only people with money can do. Wow. And that's just not even why yoga was created. So 
especially when it comes into like the religious aspect, like yoga is not taking away from anybody's practice. Whether you believe in Allah, God, any of those things, like it's not taking the place of that. Yoga is specifically for healing purposes, for us to gain control of our emotions, not invalidating our emotions, but being able to feel them and not have any shame in those. Um, And just coming back to our sense of self of who we are and so that we can think clearly because everything moves so fast you can barely have time to think about what it is that you're doing most of the time um so i just try to explain to people like this is just about us becoming centered and being present right now because whatever it is that has you you know on 10 and angry like let's just breathe for a second mm. because yeah. half the time we don't even realize that we're holding our breath when things happen mm. and then you like why do I feel tired like because you weren't breathing for probably about three minutes and you didn't even recognize it <laughs> wow. Wow. wow exactly right right um, what I love about yoga and that, that not too many people have really put out there is that it's 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 body inclusive and you know during the onslaught of yoga becoming really really big in the u.s people sort of thought it was for slender white bodies and people mm-hmm. thought okay i can't do yoga because i'm not that size and i love you know some of the instagram influencers like i think her name is jessamine the who yeah, are I love a, her. a larger yes she's amazing she's of a larger body size and, and type but she is 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 empowering others to introduce this practice to everybody just to let people know this is not about just like what you were saying Nina it's not a a fitness competition and it's not something that you have to compete with somebody in or to get your body to look a certain way this is more about the internal practice of the body and mind connection and the inclusion of it is what is going to bring more and more people into it and that's why I love to see it when it's online when it's being introduced people that are now utilizing social media and various media platforms during this quarantine to show people hey you know this is what yoga looks like and when you practice it in your home you don't have that feeling of not doing it right or that you know, body shaming. So this is a really great platform that you're using to show people that you can do this no matter what you look like. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely. Proud uncle sitting over here listening to you two <laughs> ladies. And I'm telling, but, but as we, as we, uh, you know, talked about this, I, Uncle Vincent Yoga. I was, re- <laughs> I was, I, I was recalling uh, to uh, Nina that she didn't know about my mom. Her grandmother uh, used to participate in yoga at the hospital where she wow. worked. Yeah, a long time. And I would be looking at her going, "What are you doing, mom?" And she'd be, you know, oh, doing that. her poses. But, but Aww. at the same time, it sounds to me like uh, uh, Nina, you done went to the the Makiba Reed John. School of Mental Health because she uses those same words about self-awareness and all oh, the thing you do, you know, with breathing and, and, and all that and how important that is. These things that we mm, take for mm. granted, but those are the things that can help us uh, get away from some of these physical uh, disabilities that are running rampant through the uh, black community. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, it starts in the mind mm-hmm. and then it manifests itself in the body. So I'm just, uh, all I can say again, I'm just so proud of what you're doing and, and taking it to the 
black community. We got to get people, you know, you know how we are. We, we It's got to be kind of cool or something. It's got to have something to it. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I, listen, I, I understand it ain't about, you know, what you got on, but you know we're going to come in there with some fancy looking stuff and we're going to do our thing. But the main thing is that we're getting the healing and the, um, you know, the, it, it's helping us physically as well as mentally. Right. Yes. 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 And I also love how a lot of practitioners are utilizing aromatherapy, mm. you know, sage, um, background mm-hmm. music, um, songs of nature and, and sounds of water and how all of these things are kind of coming together so that people, you know, realize that this is not just about a quote unquote workout because that's what it, it was packaged as yes. originally. Hey, this is a yoga class. Come in here, get your abs tight, you know, go out looking good. It's like what you were saying, Nina, you know, get these yoga pants and you're gonna be <laughs> looking cute and you yoga. It has nothing to do with that. And that's why black people, especially now, need to know that this is something that everybody should at least try out. At least just try it out to see if this is something that you need to or that you can start putting into some of your your self-care protocol have you have you gotten response or, or um, I guess a feedback uh, from those who who normally wouldn't even be exposed to something like this as as to how it was uh, how it affected them Nina yeah um, definitely I just started doing like these uh, zoom meetings on Saturday I think mm-hmm. this um, past Saturday that might have been like my fifth time mm-hmm. doing it because mm-hmm. I also have to get practice in for my yoga training class so they see that we're doing wow. the work. Um, so a, a couple of the ladies really enjoyed it. At first, we just started doing like meditation, like taking a moment, doing some breathing, stretching our arms, um, maybe setting an intention for the day and just focusing on that. And then Saturday was the first time where I incorporated some actual um, movement, nothing too heavy, but just things that kind of like stretch your body out and just get you ready for the day. Um, and some ladies were like, I hadn't even, you know, we like we went into child's pose, which is my favorite pose because it just like really relaxes me and it stretches your body and you could pretty much lay there the whole time. <laughs> um, yes. But she was just saying like, since she had had her children, she had forgotten about doing that pose. And she was like, I used to do it so much. But she was like, now that we just did it, it reminded me of like how calming it was for me to go into that position. Um, and another lady, she was saying like, she wasn't even doing meditation or anything, but ever since I started, she's been coming each week to do it because she's like, this helps me whether we do it for five minutes, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, like I'm actually able to take that time because she has children, she has a business that she's running. So she's like, I really haven't just sat and taken time for myself to even do anything like this. So it's been really helpful to the group that we have each week. So I'm appreciative that they just take the time out and even um, take time for themselves because we all deserve that time regardless of how much it is. Like we deserve to take a moment each day for ourselves to kind of like remember to take deep breaths and maybe stretch a little and move your body, you know, so mm-hmm. that you see how we're feeling physically. Hmm. Again, we're talking being, being self-aware and present. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. Ta- we're talking with Dina Rose Bailey. She's the founder of the uh, Rose Project and 
uh, has worked uh, in, in child and family services, and now embarking uh, on, on a lot, a lot of good things, and and, and trying to uh, again with with Black Mental Matters. That's we we want to not only uh, talk about and and discuss the clinical kinds of things, but there's you know so many different things that we can do in our lives, and as you said, Makiba, especially during a time such as this where we're locked mm-hmm. down and the pressure that is on some uh, you know just insurmountable. Uh, but but yeah. things like yoga. Can 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 help you guide you through this time, help you uh, survive uh, during this time, so that we can right. come out better on the other other side. Yeah, yeah. Right, and just the whole COVID nineteen and the quarantine. This actually is helping a lot of people become more comfortable with doing things like yoga, because there are a lot of people who would never go to a gym and go to a class that they've never been in before and they don't know anyone and start off as a beginner in a yoga class. It's extremely intimidating because you're in there with people that have been doing this for years and they just seem so much more advanced than you are. So to be able to actually have this on Instagram live or, or, or during zoom where you're with other people, but you're not, self-aware of what you think that you look like. It's so much more helpful and so much more beneficial. And it's something that people now have an opportunity to, to take away from this pandemic from when we were actually in this to, hey, you know, this is something that the pandemic is over now. And I actually started a yoga practice. So this is really helpful. Yes. Yes. Nina, let's uh, uh, we've got about uh, we've got about 10 minutes, but let's talk about the the, the Rose Project, because this is something that you started uh, quite a while ago. And I was so, so very proud, but it has evolved. I'm on your website. I'm looking now, and I mean, I'm just uh, it's beaming. amazing. It really is. T- 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 talk about, I mean, how that developed, and, and what is your goal uh, with the Rose Project? Uh, so the Rose Project is um, my program I started for young girls, and I do all young girls, but my priority is young black girls because I am a black girl. So, um, <laughs> but um, the mission of it is to empower young women and assist them with um, personal development skills. And so we have four principles that we use in doing that, um, which is responsibility, originality, support, and exploration. Um, so in doing all those things, we're creating spaces where they can come and express how they're feeling about certain things, whether it be school or family concerns that they have, or if they are worried about certain goals that they may have for themselves and also developing that emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. so that we can see like, how are you feeling right now? Instead of just going off and, you know, people (laughs) feeling like, oh, she has an attitude because black girls get that all the time. Like she has an attitude, but nobody's trying to figure out why does she have the attitude? Like, why Mm -hmm. is she acting that way? So, um, we're definitely working with them on talking, like how do we communicate in a healthy way so that you can get out how you're feeling and you can still get somebody to listen to you and understand this is where I'm coming from. This is why I felt this way. So um, along with going over like body positivity, social media, things like that, um, we incorporate all those and just try to make it pretty much their space. Like we're here for them and if y'all, however you want to run it a certain way, like this is for you guys to be basically a support system for one another. Mm. I love that. Mm. I love that. And so many black girls need that because they're in spaces that 
aren't supportive of them and aren't inclusive. And just like what you were saying, Nina, it's important to give black girls a, a, a safe space to express themselves and to bring all their stuff to the table in a non-judgmental space. Because you're right, we are often perceived as being angry or overly aggressive or we have attitudes. And it's because we carry around so much anxiety and we are we don't know how to express it and, and we're not able to express it in a place where we can also be healed. What about black boys? Black boys need love too, but I'm Uh-oh. I'm, I'm, Uh-oh, I'm, Uh-oh, Nina. <laughs> but black boys do need, do need love too. And I, I definitely like I feel like over time I will be um wanting to include young boys, but I am not a black boy, so I would be looking for like, you know, black men that could participate and volunteer with them. Um, there's only so much that I would be able to tell them, but I do think it is a two-way street just as much as we talk to young black girls, we also need to talk to young black boys too because they need to understand yeah. how to communicate with one another. That's right. Because the, the mm-hmm. stuff that I've seen lately is crazy. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, in regards to how they just treat each other, especially like teenagers, um, our black teenagers with one another is just a lot that can be done and needs to be done. Well, as I look, absolutely, you know the the the, the signage. You know, I'm a queen. I'm strong. I'm fierce. I'm I'm powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, truly empowering these these uh, uh, young ladies to recognize the gifts that they've been given and then then be able to use them out in the world. I mean, that is a black mental matter that uh, I will I will condone constantly. That's what we have to do Absolutely. with these young people. And so, thank you again, baby, for what you're doing uh, out there on the front line. Even though you sounded like. Kiba Jr. again. Uh, I-, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely uh, helps. I'm just like the, you know, in order for us not to take this stuff into our adulthood, because I know the girls that I talk to now, I'm like, look, I'm just now figuring out a lot of stuff in my 30s. So if I am able to help you not deal with some of the challenges that I had to go through, then that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Like, I, we're trying to make this stuff as easy as possible and set y'all ahead of things. So when something comes up, you can think back and be like, you know what? I know what to do with this. Mm. You know? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> like, we're going to have stress. Life is going to happen. But we just want you all to have the tools so that you're able to deal with them at an early age and not just learning the stuff as you go, just trying to figure it out from all different places. Mm. Right. And then, and then having to undo bad habits later on. Yeah. Now, yeah. Then that's when the unhealthy relationships come and you're dealing with somebody else's trauma and they haven't dealt with their own trauma and it just becomes a lot. So we can prevent that from happening. Like I am, Thank you all for it. Awesome. We have uh, just just a couple minutes uh, uh, left, Nina. Um, I would like for you, if you could, to give. So, you know, of course, uh, we started out, we were talking about the yoga and being able to meditate and things like that uh, and and segued into the the Rose Project. But but if you could just give our audience just a few things that perhaps they could start working on right now that would help them as it relates to this time, uh, this 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 covid time, as well as just in life in general, some some words of wisdom that you could pass on to our audience. I think the most important thing is to feel your feelings. I think that when people feel like I'm angry about something, like there's almost um, guilt and shame behind that. So I think it's important for people to understand like how you feel is perfectly fine. 
It's just the reactions that we have to them. So if you are angry, you can express that you are angry, but what are we going to do with that? Like, how are we going to process that? So I just feel like people taking deep breaths, maybe even writing down how you feel, especially at this time, because we are in a place where we're restricted from a lot of things. And I feel like one of the main issues is that people don't know how to sit with themselves because we are in a society that's constantly moving. So now we have to sit here and think about our thoughts and process them. And that don't feel good for a lot of people. Yes. Absolutely. We talked about that. Yeah. So I think like really being gentle with yourself and being patient with yourself and understanding like, okay, like today is not a good day. I am not feeling happy, but don't feel bad about it. I think Mm -hmm. that's where we go wrong is feeling that shame. So just being okay with your feelings. We have them for a reason. They're not invalid. And just try to like process it. Maybe you go outside and take a walk. Maybe just give three things that you appreciate at that moment. Even though this day is horrible, these are the three things that I can appreciate that I have right now. Because people are being sick. So one could be I am happy about being healthy. My family is healthy and everything is okay. I have my needs met. Like, that's something that I try to do each day, if nothing else. I love um, that. So yeah, and just, just taking breaths. If you're in the kitchen cooking and you, like, I need to just take a minute, you could easily take a deep breath, inhaling and exhaling out your mouth and, like, okay. Because we don't take deep breaths. And we don't even realize, mm-hmm. again, that sometimes we are holding our breath when things happen. Wow. <laughs> and so that's just something – those are some things to keep in mind. But definitely – Patience with yourself, um, being kind to yourself and understanding that everything that you feel is valid. It's not about the feeling, it's the reaction that you give from the feeling. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Say that again. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing double. I'm telling you, I'm hearing double. I mean, uh, I don't know if you know uh, uh, Nina, but Makiba has uh, quite a few letters behind her name. She studies this. She's in training right now for the crisis line and so much more. Uh, but yeah. the, but the, the, the discussions that we have, I, I feel so again proud right now because I'm hearing you you know expound these things in your own way and, and what a beautiful beautiful experience it is for me uh, mm-hmm. to have you uh, uh, part of this black uh, mental matters how, <laughs> Thank can, you. how can people find you uh, or support you uh, what do they need to do to find out more about Nina Rose Bailey the Rose Project yoga how do they do that <laughs> Um, well my website page is I am the rose project.org and you can find out more information about the Rose Project there. And um, it's still kind of new, but I'm posting like different events for young girls on there. And just little um, posts like keep them uplifted during this time. Um, my Instagram for the Rose Pro- Project is glow up and show up. And there's an underscore Ooh. between each word. Um, <clears throat> and then my personal page, which I don't mind sharing, is Rose underscore evolved. And that is my personal Instagram page where I post like me doing a little bit of yoga or I will post my um, meditation that I did from the weekends before and things like that. Awesome. You see that, Makiba? Hey, I am am just excited about this next yoga session because (laughs) Nina, (laughs) I don't care if it's 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to get up because it's been so long since I've done yoga and I miss it because it's help to set the tone 
for either the rest of the day or for a restful, peaceful sleep mm. at night. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about your next session. And I'm going to be there. Maybe you could hire yeah, your uncle. Yeah, definitely. Could, could you hire your uncle? I could be in a, close your eyes and just breathe. Oh, no. oh. Flow you could. That's the point. Suck it in. You could. You could do a meditation. <laughs> <laughs> got to work somehow. I got to get in there somehow. <laughs> I love it. Give me some yoga pants, too. All right. <laughs> ladies, ladies, thank you so much. Uh, Dina, again, keep up the great work. Makiba, uh, thank you for uh, all that you do. And uh, this is Black Mental Matters. Of course, you can find us online at blackmentalmatters.com. Send us email, info at Black Mental Matters. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, anywhere you need. And uh, we'll be breathing and uh, waiting uh, to hear from you. And uh, this again, thank you all so much. Have a great day, everyone. And God bless. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. you.